Hey, what's up? Thanks for popping in with us. What's going on? Popping in. Welcome. We are the Dweebos prod. The prod. prod the pro- pod, prodigies. Prodigies. The Dweebos the, prodigies. The podcast. So, oh, wait, Dweebos. I am Dweebo, YouTube expert. Some say I started YouTube. I won't deny it. We were hoping we could get your impressions on E3. <laughs> Yeah, very, very vocal in the community. You might, you might hear something. We are the reactioneers. We got hot takes. Hot takes. So, we'll tell uh, you what you should think. We were on yeah. the floor at E3. We were all involved. You didn't see us. We got another Dude, star. Another star. A werewolf. Oh! Hey, guys. Good to see you again. Another popcorn thing. This is an unreleased... I don't think you show this. This is an uh, hey, if NDAs, <laughs> NDAs, all right. So um, we're reviewing this popcorn here, brand new popcorn. Brand I'm, new, not I even can't on the get my yet. full impressions. You cannot buy this in a store. We uh, so you can't. Have, the embargo. We're beta yet. testing this popcorn. The embargo is not up, so you can't say if you like it. I can't even tell you what's in this. I just want to let you know. Uh, I I think you should pre-order this. You can get it at GameStop. I'm sure you put five <laughs> five dollars down. Okay. Caramel and cheddar. You just brought it up. GameStop. I have, oh, a, st- I have a story. Okay. Is that the Crash Bandicoot thing? No, story time. No. Ironically enough, it's not. But it happened today. Guys, my little brother, he graduated from high school. That's a big deal. Congratulations. It's, it's always Almost good. Almost no one does that. Yeah, That's I cannot great. believe it. Awesome. Um, well, I told Josh, I was like, hey, man, if you do well on your last year, I would buy you something really awesome. He pulled you bought them GameStop? Well, n- oh no, I did God. not buy They're them. They're selling GameStop right now. <laughs> they are very aggressively selling those. <laughs> um, no, but uh, I thought I'd buy him something, and he pulled the card out a couple weeks ago, and I was like, Josh, not right now. And then today I was like, you know what? I'm going to surprise him. So I drove up to the house. I said, hey, get in the car. Get in the car, and I'm like, hey, I want to go buy a Pro Controller for my Nintendo Switch. In the back of my head the whole time, I'm going I'm to go there, and I'm going to buy him a Nintendo Switch. Oh, all right. <laughs> hey, hey uh, good job. Proud of you. I, I want to let you have this. Get to GameStop, and he's like, "Man, I really want Stick of Truth right now." Okay. He's just he's in the South Park movie. I was like, "Well, you can have that. Or you can have something else." And he's like, "I really want Stick of Truth." And I'm like, "Are you sure you want Stick of <laughs> Truth?" And so he said, "Once I found, out, I was like, hey, can I get a Nintendo Switch?" He was like, "Oh, I want the Switch." He's like, "Forget the Stick of Truth." The lady's like, "Yeah, uh, we've been sold out for like a month now." Oh my god. And we're like, I'm like, Uh-oh. okay. Do you have Mario Kart? Yeah, we don't have any of those either. Oh, man. Okay, um, no big deal. I'll just get the Pro Controller and we'll, we'll go Best Buy. Best Buy is bigger and better. It's okay. Yeah. Go to Best Buy. Oh, yeah, we got Mario Kart, but uh, we haven't had a Switch. Everybody's um, out of Switches. Yeah, wow. they're like, we get three Still Switches every Wednesday, they said. They get what? Three Switches <laughs> every Wednesday. So they said, come back Wednesday, but just let you know, people stay outside still for them. Wow, Nintendo's really good on the supply situation. <laughs> so, so really stepped this story up. about GameStop became a story about Nintendo really fast. Yes, so then, go to Target. Yeah, we, we haven't seen the, the Switch in our store in months. <laughs> okay, so then I'm calling Walmarts. Yeah. I called a Walmart over here where we live, and they're like, we haven't seen a Switch since they came out. Like, yeah, we're on wow. the we're on the back burner for switches. So you wrote a check with your mouth that you can't cash. I did, and but there's hope. Everybody forgets about them. There's a little store here called Meyer. <laughs> if you know me, I have a lot of luck with yeah. Meyer. I got a PlayStation VR the morning of from Meyer. Um, very Check last out one. Circuit City. Oh <laughs> yeah. So 
I call. I go to Meyer, and they're like, "Yeah, we don't have any either." Oh, well, the switch is gone. It's <laughs> yeah, over. It's canceled. It doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, I cannot believe that. I, I gotta be completely <laughs> honest. I've never bought a console day one, and I've never pre-ordered a console. I am so happy <laughs> I pre-ordered this because I don't know when more will come out. Go on I, Amazon. Four hundred dollars. Selling like hotcakes. Crazy. I went on a, a Facebook selling page. Someone sold one for four hundred dollars last week, and it marked sold. I saw the comment thread. Someone mm. went and bought it. Now this is crazy to me because it's like one people can say like you know people just really want them and Nintendo's trying their hardest, but it's like this happens with PS4 and Xbox Ones mm-hmm. for just a little bit. Yeah, yeah those were back up. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like, crazy. Well, guys, I'm Travis. Like Werewolf said, he's Werewolf Dweebo. <laughs> We're gonna get into this. We're gonna get into the topics that really matter. Yeah, the really the switch is small potatoes. Doesn't really matter. (laughs) Small things. Big deal. Huge deal. Friday the thirteenth. Hey, (laughs) big deal. So Jacob is our resident Friday the thirteenth expert. Give us your impressions. This game released this month, um, and you bought it day one. I did. Played it. So Um, give us your impressions here. I tell you what, man. They did not complete that game. (laughs) All right. And me, I'm going to say that with you. They released a beta for five months. And when you release a beta, what's the, what's the purpose of the beta? To fix things. Learn learn what's going on. I went red, and they only did a couple updates during the beta. Okay. So apparently they thought when they released the beta, the well, game was darn near done. Betas mean a couple different things. Sometimes nowadays, the game is finished, and it's a beta, but it's just kind of a marketing scheme. Well... Yeah, and I think I think that's what it was. Yeah. So people are really hyped up this game because like Dead by Daylight was at its peak, and people were like, "Man, the horror survival genre, it's kind of like it's here and it's good." And so Friday the Thirteenth came out, and I didn't get it on PC. I got it on PS4 because I have some other friends I can play with. I've enjoyed my time with it. Yeah. But the Steam has finally ran out. I probably put like <laughs> ten hours into it's it. Starting to feel like work. No, it's Mass not Effect. work. Like, it's not. No, Mass nothing's Effect. like Mass Effect. That game, I still have to uninstall that game. It's very... I think I'm done with it. But, overall, I think what they did, they made a really nice game. Um, entirely, the gameplay, the ideas of it is good. It just doesn't have a lot of spice and flair and yeah. flavor. It's just, you're Jason, or you're surviving. Now, when I watched you play, it looked like fun. It, it kind of looks a little janky. But it looked like something that after I watched a few matches, I was like, I have, I understand yeah, the like, game. Yeah, you understand the game quick. And, and if you have friends, seriously, like, I have, I had like eight friends in a lobby. Yeah. That's a great time. Because you know what we do? And then we do like Hunger Games where like, Jason doesn't kill anybody. Instead, all the survivors kill each other. Yeah. Last one, Sandy wins. Then you can kind of get goofy. But it's when you... So you made your own fun? Or yeah. is that a mode? Oh, no, we made our own fun. They don't make okay. modes. They don't make modes you in this game. You finish the game kind of The only modes they have is play online... Private match. Yeah. And the servers are terrible. I mean, I would sit there for 12 minutes at a time trying to get to a server. I would probably put this on a butt scale if I was rating this one. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, you give it a butt. Neat, neat concept. Terrible execution. Well, speaking of games that aren't finished and probably will never be, um, Final Fantasy VII Remake <laughs> <laughs> got a new director this month. Now, let me. I want to make sure I read this exactly how I read it. The new director is the previous director of Final Fantasy Mobius, which if that sounds vaguely familiar, you've probably seen it when you're searching through the app store. <laughs> like, yeah. Final Fantasy Mobius is a, basically a free-to-play Final Fantasy game for your phone. 
So I'm not really sure. I, I don't think you can pigeonhole someone just because they worked on that and that means that they're, you know, that's their quality of level. And I haven't played the game, to be honest. But um, so they also mentioned that internal development is now going to begin, which me makes me think okay, all that's happened so far is external development, meaning <laughs> people that don't work for Square are the only ones that have been working on the game. So, does this make you panic? Uh, we'll start with you, Zach. Final Fantasy Mobius director taking over, does that make you panic? Plus, no. they're just now starting internal development, which is a fancy way of saying we're just now starting yeah, again. We just started. I just yeah. finished a documentary series Great YouTuber, better. I, I would say better YouTubers than us. Marginal. No, second. You know what? Second place, we're first. <laughs> no, we're number one. And number third one. place is um, PewDiePie. <laughs> but first place is us. But second place is No Clip. Danny O'Dwyer. He worked at Gamespot or whatever. But he made he makes these cool documentary stuff. He, it's mm-hmm. funded by Patreon. But he made one on Final Fantasy fourteen. I'm talking about the development in there. You get to kind of see the inner workings of Square Enix. Yeah. And the yeah. mindset from there. I believe in Square Enix. I think they know what they're doing. I think they're like on the up and up. Like they're they're re having kind of a revival of okay. like that company of like taking chances and doing things. So you're not worried. I, I, I and I also they know that Final Fantasy VII is their crown jewel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think they would give it to this guy if they didn't have some hope and you know that. Yeah. So I, I do trust them with that. After seeing that Final Fantasy fourteen documentary, they talked about like. They brought in this guy and fired two guys out, and they they did crazy stuff. And there's nothing to say that just because that's the yeah. last game you worked on, that's all you're capable of. No. So that's a good point. It's a good perspective. And not that that's a bad game either. Yeah. I think people play that Mobius and have fun with it. Yeah. So, but um, when you hear that, you you want to hear like original directors yeah. or people like them. But there's enough people that were on that original team that are still working on it that mm-hmm. I have faith in that. Um, that will be. It was that and Kingdom Hearts three. Another article came out. It was like. Yeah, that will be in our pipeline for the next in the next three years. That'll come out. It's that like, game it's like blows my mind. Yeah, that it is. It better still be that far off. Yeah, it better be the greatest thing yeah. to touch. Well, shelves. Jake, d- just to get your perspective, does you feel similar? Does it not make you worry? I hit the button. I'm hitting panic button. We're not seeing. <laughs> we're not seeing this game till 2019, late 2019. Oh, at the earliest. At yeah, the earliest. I mean, like part one. I it drives part me nuts because. I, I guess my concept of remakes are like a lot different than what it really yeah. is, but it seems like Square kind of really wants to do a lot of different things with this remake, and for them to fire the director, yeah. what are you changing? What's yeah. the like? What was the previous director doing that wasn't well, satisfying the needs of? What? I don't I don't know that they got rid of a director. I think that the producers were just kind of like they said no one internally hardly was working on it. I'd so I worried. think that they're just putting a team together finally, internally. And they're like, who's going to lead this team? We're going to tap. You uh, know what it has been, too? I think there's been a lot of... It sounded they, like... Even seeing gameplay as recently as we did, like a concept stuff, that shocked me at PSX. Yeah. That really shocked me. And that, like... So I think there's been a lot of back and forth, like, very careful, like, decision. Decisions yeah. on, like, when does part one end? So part two... How are we, are we going to change so-and-so's character If you're not aware, this? this remake's going to be episodic. And they yeah. kind of dialed that back. And you have to think They said too. episodic, and then they dialed it back, and they said it'll be installments. So it's not going to just be Final Fantasy VII Remake. It'll be part one, part two. And I think, too, they have to be careful, and I think that's why it was like they've kind of almost, it was almost like stalled for a little bit. And like three years, it'll be here. 
Yeah. Um, because whatever decision they make now, it's like, let's change so-and-so's character. Mm-hmm. Let's change this scenario. It's going to have lasting impacts yeah. for the next That's what, decade, you know what I mean, of development of this whole thing of four parts. And like, this is why I'm worried about it because, in, and I think a lot of games fall tragically to this, is the overhype of it. Final Fantasy VII Remake is such a great idea because we've all wanted it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I won't play the original Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy VII, but I'll play the remake because why not? Yeah. But I don't want to wait four years while it's in development. As long as they don't pull an Evangelion and just <laughs> stick us and like make us sit there and wait forever for the next installment. But while we're wondering, well, what is everybody at Square working on? <laughs> they just announced... Um, and it was right before E3. Dissidia Final Fantasy, which if you're not familiar, Dissidia Final Fantasy is like a fighting game that uses Final Fantasy characters. They announced a new installment in that side series called Dissidia Final Fantasy NT. And it's 3v3 combat. And it kind of reminded me of when you were showing me Dragon Ball Xenosaga. Or what was that? Uh, uh, Dragon Ball Z Fighter? Xenoverse. Oh, Xenoverse. It reminded me of that, and then it's third person, but you've got these like three-on-three battles. Oh, so it's not linear? No, it's not. It's oh, not it's 2D. Open? It's open. Ooh, I love Xenoverse So for that. it looks pretty cool. Um, I will say it's a PS4 exclusive, and I will say um, the UI on this game looks atrocious. It looks like uh, someone look took like Microsoft... Uh, word clip yeah. art and just dumped it all over a screen. So really, so the city of Final Fantasy. It's a Final Fantasy third person action fighting game. It's a Smash play. Brothers. Of it's Final Smash Fantasy. Brothers of Final Fantasy. Excited about it? Kind of intrigued. Um, I didn't play the first one. Uh, I don't care. I don't know. <laughs> it's, not, it's okay, and it might end up being cool. What did they pull from it? They pull My friend really likes it. There's characters from every game, it's like and Titus. that's why I'm excited. Yeah, it's cool to check out, but I'm not. It's not. Right I just I don't. like the characters from Final like Cecil and Kane. I like the guys from Final Fantasy Four. I liked Final Fantasy Five, although the characters aren't that memorable in that one. The enemies like Gilgamesh and X Death and stuff. So, huh? I'm, I'm excited. I just don't. I'm not gonna. I don't care. To me, that's like a twenty dollar. Like it's on sale. I'll pick it up and have 20, some fun I'll with like it. Two. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Too. Well, um, I don't care. Let's shift gears here a little bit. Speaking of something that. Now none of us can pay money for. Uh, basically, now Take Two, they own GTA. Um, they just announced this month they issued a cease and desist. So there's a little bit of background to unpack here. The GTA modding community on PC got really big with GTA Four. Yes. So GTA Four came out. They made all the cool things YouTube videos of you see. Yeah. The the Nelly Furtado. Yeah. Goku the, flying in the yeah. air. Playing the piano video you've seen, yeah. and they're driving down, making my way downtown. Yeah. It's a car, and they made it a car. Yeah. They made Barney with a gun so, and stuff. So there's this modding community, Open Four, and they did mods for GTA Four, and then when GTA Five came out. They did mods for GTA 5, and it was just this community of people mm-hmm. that... So, they've been modding GTA 5 for, for years. years, and most people that play GTA 5 on PC aren't playing a vanilla. Like, it's no, like I, Skyrim. I, it's, mo- I'm modding You it. mod it. So, what happened was, and it's pretty much fair game in the gaming industry to do mods. Like, you don't see... You see cease and desist for, like, remakes, fan remakes of games yeah. and stuff. You don't really see companies go after just mods in general. Well, Take Two issued a cease and desist to Open Four, um, the modding tool, and basically to the community. And now modders don't have the funds to take 
take two to court, so they have closed down their site. So basically the number one source for, you know, downloading and accessing and creating and uploading GK mods is gone. Yeah. Um, to me, that's a really big deal because yeah. modding, I'm not the biggest modder in the world, but it's a very healthy part of what makes gaming the medium that it yeah. is. Mm-hmm. And it's alarming to me, especially when you take into account some of the stuff like Bethesda's doing with their creation club and trying to monetize mods because it makes the mod creators then pull their content back because they don't want someone else to take what they made and make money off of it. Mm-hmm. So any way you slice it when you introduce money or cease and desist into the modding community, it gets rid of modding. It doesn't yeah. help it grow. So what are your guys' thoughts on this? Like, what, what do we as gamers do? Do we not buy GTA 5? I saw somebody on NeoGAF. I have two thoughts on this. One def- semi-defending Take-Two on one aspect of it, and the other side going like, nah, frick this. <laughs> Somebody on NeoGAF said it perfectly, and it was like, can we have one aspect of like something that isn't touched by capitalism? Like, <laughs> and I thought, yeah, like that, yeah, like that actually makes sense. Like, Can we have one aspect where it's like, I'm just making something for the fun of it? Like, Early internet had even more stuff like that. Like, I think back on like... Flash animations or stuff like that. Like this very ragtag group of people making these goofy things. Yeah. And free assets for stuff. Like the modding community's always been there since yeah. like Doom days. You know what I mean? So like all that free stuff and modding stuff has just been really fun. So like why try to touch it in like we gotta make money. It's, it's money. We it's gotta all, make money or we're gonna shut them down because yeah. we're not they, in complete control. They want control. the 30% cut from this, like, Apple style. Like, they see, like, oh my gosh, there's money to be made here off these other people. Yeah. Which sucks. On the other hand, I read more into certain aspects of that and something I didn't realize. The Creation Club or the Take-Two situation? The Take-Two situation. Okay. The Take-Two situation, that tool, open. what is it called, Open 4 or something? Open 4. Mm-hmm. That tool, people have been using that tool to hack into and frick up the online. Yeah, affecting the multiplayer. Multiplayer. That's been fricking up the online. Um, so kind of it's one of a situation where... So well, it's hard because yeah. it's like, they don't, I don't, they didn't care. They let it go on for so many years. That was a problem. But now that like so many people are using it to frick up the online stuff, uh-huh. Take-Two stepped in and was like, and I think the most recent development was like... <laughs> It was kind of a funny thing. It was like, we really, really don't like this. Or like Rockstar said that because Take-Two's the publisher yeah. or whatever. And um, so I guess they're in talks to try to figure that out to where that doesn't mess up the online. Like, yeah. they can make it. But it's the hard part about it is that whatever that's used to like mod is so tightly and ingrained into the online. It's like very copy-paste with the online yeah. single player mm-hmm. that it's so easy to hack into the multiplayer. How do they not know the impact of... I get that, but they knew what they were doing when they yes. declared it yeah. all. Well, but I'm just saying, but that a, is a good point. From a publisher side, that's yeah. I think, ideally, I don't blame them for doing this because of that. What do people rather have? Would they rather have people where they can mod the game, or would they rather have 10-year-olds go to get online? Or 12-year-olds, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. That's what... The online will give GTA Five the longevity that it has. Yeah. Not the mods. I I almost disagree. It is the number one selling game on Steam some months still because people mod the crap out of it. A lot of people play online. You don't understand. GTA Online's big, but they go hand in hand. You cannot separate those two because if you can't mod, then you might not might not be as many people. It's like we don't know which one is more of it, but they are intertwined. I think GTA noticed that it was such a big deal that they must have seen people the online numbers dip. 
Because hey, why would you, you want to join the server as their creation club? So we'll it's like, see. It's, like, no, it's not getting people offline. It, they were using it to cheat. That's what I'm saying. Why would you want to join a server when someone has God mode, like a tank flying in the air, shooting you every time you spawn? That's like saying, like, hey, I play MW2 still. And I that's not what I was reading. I was reading it was more like aimbots and stuff. But you have that with any game. Well, I understand You that. ban those people. You don't get rid of mods or completely. Or fix. They're going to have to, like, change stuff. I think, or... I think their goal is they want to work with these people yeah. They're going to have to fix the problem. Or they'll create their own creation club. I oh. hate... Oh, my God. So... So, I don't know. So I just like... I like mods. I think mods are healthy. I think mods help extend gameplay. Well, and yeah. it's... it's People really enjoy Like, I think a lot of people who get inspired by developing games and make indie games are people who are modders. You know, I get depressed about games that have been released that I like and you love that get ruined. So, let's talk about another game that will probably never come out, which is Shenmue 3. <laughs> <laughs> Shenmue 3... I was skeptical when that thing even got announced because there was immediately like Kickstarter, here's a screenshot and stuff. I think it's exciting. It's a great story that it's happening, but it got pushed back to second half of 2018, which to me, that just means second half of 2018, we'll find out when it's going to really come out. Like, I still don't even think that's going to come um, out. Thoughts, because I know you... I'm okay with this, honestly. Because, Push it uh, back. Because when you see a Kickstarter date, so-and-so is coming out, blah, blah, 2018. Auto, uh, here's the equation that will help you with Kickstarter projects. <laughs> Every 100% of the Kickstarter projects I've followed and like learned about and read about, every single one, on average, got pushed one back one year back yeah. than the date. Mm-hmm. Every single one. So when I see, like, this is going to come out, shouldn't be whatever, 2017, I automatically did the equation in my head and was like, 2018, that's when we'll have it. Like, I didn't <laughs> even think about it. So when people... Like, we're freaking out, like, it's, uh, it's the end of the world, whatever. It's like, do you not look at Kickstarter product? This happens every me, single time. It's like, flabbergasting that anyone could have possibly believed that was coming out. Yeah, that's not 2017. No other game is going to make their Kickstarter date. Because Kickstarter is such a weird thing, and yeah. they don't even know how much funds they're going to have until a certain no, date. So it's like, you almost are freaking up with the release date right there with the goals and stuff. So, yeah. Shinmu is so awesome. It's an incredible series. Mm-hmm. I beat Shimmer 2 last year, I think, and it was a game that, like, when it ended, I went, oh, now I know why people are so feverishly, because it's, like, so cliffhanger, like, there's so much stuff that they don't, they haven't cleared up yet, so. I bought a Dreamcast this month, and I've been playing a couple games, like Power Stones and stuff like that, and Shinmu is on my list, like, yeah. I want to beat Shinmu before I beat any other game. Power Stones is more like an arcade game that I really enjoyed playing while I was growing Shinmu up. Shinmu is playing a B-movie. That's what it yeah. is. And, You're playing a B-movie. And, and I, I, I want to play it because I want to see what the hype is. But for me, with the whole Shinmu 3 thing getting pushed back, I, I kind of was stack on this. It's it's rough being a game being funded by a Kickstarter. It, I, yeah. I, I think it is because nothing's a guarantee... And you still have to go out and get other funds. Like that's not the only. You have to hire new people. Yeah. You don't even know how much money you have to hire the new people. I once heard uh, one developer describe it like constantly making like heart wrenching compromises. Like <laughs> because you set out with the best intentions of this is what we want to make. You never have as much money as you want. You never have as much time as you think you're going to have. Yep. You never have as much help as you think mm-hmm. you're going to get. And you never get to make the thing you thought you were going to make. So 100% of Kickstarters will get pushed back. And also, I believe 100% of Kickstarters will be major compromises. And that doesn't mean they're not worth making. Because there's been really good successes. I was thinking recently. Ukulele. Ukulele was very close to what I thought. But Ukulele freaking skimmed on them. Freaking. (laughs) If you watch my other podcast on the 
dang art book. It was inside the cover. <laughs> I was waiting for a full thing. I was like, oh, they haven't shipped that yet. No, they skimped on it. And it's yeah. like, that stuff will happen. You know the only... The, I was trying to think the only one that's like, who didn't skimp? Like, who actually made a product that's like, wow, that will stand hey, this time? <laughs> uh, a horrific game. Hey, Undertale. Three. Undertale oh, yeah. is one where it's like, wow, that will stand the test of time, yeah. and it didn't feel like anything was like left out. Like, was that Kickstarter? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Great game. Um, no, another one, is it, uh, it's not Path of Exile, or is it, um, uh, there's those PC RPG games, um, uh, I can't remember the name of them, but there's Path of Exile, and there's another one. Yeah, that might be another one that like, yeah. didn't feel like it got, but I don't know, but. Interesting. What do we know? Pillars of Eternity, I think is what it was, mm-hmm. but, um. So, well, speaking of, you know, skimping and uh, not releasing things or taking them away, Bungie, (laughs) our favorite Bungie. um, Our favorite. I love you, Bungie. So, there's been a lot of news about Destiny 2 coming out, Destiny 2, Destiny 2, and all in the process of this, it looks like we're going to be making some changes to Destiny 1. And what they basically said was they came out... real quick, keep talking. Yeah. Basically, they came out, Bungie came out, and they said, we're releasing Destiny 2... And when we do, um, I don't have the exact quote on me. My phone's not open. Oh, here, but basically, they said what what's going to happen is is our two competitive in-game experiences in Destiny One will be going into hibernation before reemerging to spread their beautiful wings <laughs> in unexpected ways in Destiny Two. <laughs> I was which is when I read that. an unbelievably poetic way of saying. F you, you're losing multiplayer. Yeah. Go buy I Destiny was, 2. I had to like, how, <laughs> how do you take... I was shocked when I read How this. do you take the, the PvP out of Destiny yeah. 1 as a way of saying... Go they buy are Destiny crack! 2. They are crack cocaine! We, we, like, we're we, going to send it to hibernation so it can spread its beautiful we, wings. When this, we were in the group chat and we were just coming up with hilarious ways to say like... We're gonna like take your car from you and give it to someone else, and it's gonna be used in a beautiful way. Like we were just—it's gonna be so much better. Just, it's gonna be so good. You're gonna you really give me like your it. bank account. I'm gonna—it's gonna go into hibernation, and I'm, it will emerge with beautiful wings. Yeah. And you, will, I will be. I just think that PR it. guy like fixed his tie and went home so happy that day. Like, he said, "Hold my beer, I got this." <laughs> <laughs> he went to a meeting, and they said, "Okay, you know those Destiny players that like stuck with us and paid eight hundred dollars to get the full game." Frick them, and we're taking that, and we're actually putting in the new game. What do you think? And the PR guy was just like, all right, there's the release, I'll figure, I'll figure this it out. This is the problem. I don't mind games of service as a concept, because you just buy that one game, and you ride with it for a long time. And we even saw some of this with the Team Fortress stuff that mm-hmm. came out. And with WoW, like you can't play the old style. When you buy these games, and you build memories on these games, mm-hmm. they will not be there. Mm-hmm. Like, five years from now... You can't play Destiny they, 1. They hit a button. You can't play WoW anymore yeah. the way it used to be. You can't even play Team Fortress 2, really, the way it used to be. And that's just like, that is a buzzkill, because I can go turn on my SNES, yeah. and I can play Super Mario World, and it's right there. Yeah. I can turn on my old Xbox and play Halo mm-hmm. 1. Mm-hmm. That is a, that's a kick to the balls for people yeah. that love Destiny 1, like... I guess I just think it's like, good that Destiny 2 looks like it's the same thing. I don't know. I, even with like so most MMOs, like they uh, add on content initially. There's holiday special stuff I know they do. Like yeah. here's this hat you can get or a quest. It's a limited time or whatever. But like, but to I could be wrong. Is this something that was already like a limited time thing? But yeah, 
Let I us just know. think it's hard for us to discern because they don't call them multiplayer multiplayer. But it seemed like people were pissed off, other people. Yeah. So I but think why, we're safe to be I thought mad the whole rule of the thumb was like, okay, new game released. Now we give you like two more months to play the old one, and then we shut it down. There's no. You can play old games years after. But, the but that really was another well. problem with Destiny is it was like this hybrid MMO, yeah. but it wasn't because like you can play the single player like Destiny. I don't think you do. You have to be connected. You have to connect in. You have to. I thought we regardless. Regardless, I could not play. It. Yeah, okay. it was funny because you tried booting it up. I tried. I was like, I'm gonna boot this up. I couldn't get on. Like it wouldn't let me on. Oh, okay. Never mind then. Just play Halo Three. Just play Halo Three is our advice. Please, just go play it. It's our review. Well. So that's unfortunate about Destiny One, but you know if if, hey, you, if did, you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I apologize to those who like it. All that's right, it. let's talk about how our favorite companies screw us. Um, Awada, his final troll. Awada's final troll. Hey. Iwata, it was it was definitely his final decision. They said, Iwata, before you go, <laughs> the NES Classic, people love it. We made three of them. <laughs> and the three people that got them loved them. Should we do an SNES Classic? He said yes. Oh, God. Should we make more of these? He said, how many we made this time? Three. Give them six. So, this came out, they announced SNES Classic, it's $79.99, um, 21 games, one, okay, I'm going to come outside the troll thing and say, one of those games yeah. is Star Fox 2. In theory. Never released. It in was an theory, game. In, not in context, awesome. Yes. Not a troll. That's pretty, yeah, not a troll. Not but, a troll. A great but, thing. Yeah. A great so, thing. So, so he wanted to say all this, but then he gets to it and he's like, yeah, let's make six. Yeah. So basically the same thing happened. We were cracking up reading it and seeing, yeah, they're like, the numbers are better, but very bad still. Like, not good. Like You they, know they, to pre-order They even said, they even said, like, we're going to make them up through the five. So they already said it's already canceled by the end of the year. Why are they doing this? Why not make more? I'm, I'm going to tell you. So, I don't Star Fox it. 2. A lot of people have been waiting to play this game for years. Yeah. Never release. Only six people are going to play it. They yeah. will not, I guarantee you, they will not release it. And yeah. all the while, they still haven't announced the virtual console for the Switch. No. Yes. That's the biggest thing, is they have not announced the virtual console. Are we getting that? The only way to get some of these new games is to buy this thing that five people will get, and then like kids will just be sad on Christmas. So, how so. far is this going to go? What do you mean? Like, so now we're getting SNS Classic. Are we going to get it in 64 oh, yeah. Classic? I think we will. Are we going to get a game? Watch them release Mother 3 on that. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, if N64 drops Earthbound 64 yeah. unreleased, I'm losing it. Pants came off, I'd be Hopefully naked Hopefully you're one of, one of ten that gets it. I will think. be one of ten. I will, I will run Nintendo to the ground for that well, game. I think that it's... Uh, Cool. I think it's a cool product, but man. And what sucks too is like, like, I remember just having a lot of thoughts when this came out, like putting it in the group chat and stuff too, was like, 
I the SNES is my favorite Nintendo console. Mm -hmm. Like that, I grew up on that. That to me, like even now, has stood the test of time. Like the library there is like I feel like Mona Lisa's on a freaking wall. Like they're just like absolute like world renowned like classic. Link to the past, Super Metroid. It's like I don't even want to Donkey Kong Country. Oh my gosh! So I really want this thing. I don't know if I'm gonna get it. Like I, <laughs> I even have the page up on Amazon. I check Twitter for the people that I follow that like put that on the stuff. And if I can catch one, that'll be cool. <laughs> But I probably maybe won't at all. I don't know. I'm, I'm so worried because like they won't announce when the pre-orders go up. They won't announce that. Yeah, it's like I, I don't have time to watch a page to see if I can snap. Yeah. It. So I'll, my thing is, I'll check on Twitter if I catch in time. I'll get it. If I don't, then I just don't have that. Thing. I'm holding out hope that these games are eventually available on the Switch. But um, I mean, someone's holding out. Someone's going. Well, well, someone's going to rip Star Fox Two. Well, the next thing, uh, next thing on the list, I'll just I'll yeah, just come right into that. Right into that. Um, the Switch Online got delayed to 2018, but with that, this has stopped the troll portion, and <laughs> some pretty cool stuff. They've actually, for the first time, Nintendo actually backtracked on something. They could set someone's house on fire, and they're like, put that freaking fire out, someone will die inside, and they'll go, oh, we did it our, um, it you, was, want, it, you it, wanted it, this. It, yeah, it's like, they, they, I've never seen them backtrack or yep. say they did wrong on things. The Wii U, they finally, after they made the Switch, yeah. but during the Wii U, the, In the, the Wii U time, they, they were like, the Wii U is incredible. And it's it's like, the best thing, why don't you have one? But now, they're, that's one thing they did, but like, I've never seen them quickly, I guess, backtrack. Mm -hmm. And they did with the Switch stuff, the online. What happened was they announced, yeah, we'll have this online thing, and you'll have the back cat, like, you'll be able to get, like, games each month for NES and SNES, all these classics. And I'm thinking, cool, it'll be a PS Plus situation where as long as I have that, I have those games I, like, download yep. when I have that. And they, then it, it's more detailed, it came out, and it was like, <laughs> you'll have these games for that month, and then they'll not be there. <laughs> Then what the frick am I paying for? Like a rental service? Yeah. Like, but I can get better things on Xbox One and yeah. on PS Plus. Like they both have better things. Why would I have your thing? They backtracked amazingly and yeah. said we are going to do kind of. It seems like to me. It sounds like to me a Netflix situation with games, which oh. is really cool. You'll be able to go back. It's like I want to play Super Mario Brothers three. You know, as long as you have the subscription, you can play that game. You just, I love that. That yeah, is that perfect. Be, that is like that's worth twenty bucks a month. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Or no, what it's about, twenty it's bucks a year. year. It's twenty bucks a year. That's unbelievable. So twenty bucks a year. It's like that's a no brainer for that. So and you, it ends up being four. Or you can do individual if you just want to. Hey, I just want to jump in for a couple months. It's four bucks a month. Hopefully, wow. they make more switches so people can enjoy this. So four bucks a month or twenty bucks a year. I think that's awesome. And uh, so yeah, that, they backtracked on that. They gave it's going to be some Netflix style thing. And on top of that, they're adding online multiplayer to some of these games. Yep. So right off the gate, some of those that they announced, I saw was Super Mario, Super Mario Brothers Three is going to have some multiplayer what? stuff added to it. So it's like <laughs> awesome, like. Wow. You know, no one's going to be able to get the SNES Classic, but uh, yeah. this might make up for it, you know? Like, yeah. this might Man, you know, might think about it. You could play, like, Super Mario Kart. Yeah. I oh. think that was one of them that was on there. Plus wow. That, that they're adding multiplayer wow. functionality. So, some of these games, we were like, what's the functionality going to be for online? So, That's that awesome. was really cool. Love Nintendo. Well, let's, let's hit this final topic here. 
If you guys are paying attention to the channel, we obviously, we're doing a lot of E3 stuff. I'm sure you guys, if you're watching this podcast, yeah. I'm sure you pay attention Maybe. to E3. Reactive. Um, and uh, if you watch us or we even gain That's some why my face is tired. Yeah, we gained some new <laughs> subscribers, so if that's even how you discovered us, awesome. Um, we Welcome just wanted to, to give a little bit of time to, you know, talk about E3. Um, best, yeah. worst, what was kind of like your biggest impression? E3 this year to that's me awesome. was overall... Disappointing versus other years. Um, there's some good stuff I'll get to, but like this year didn't feel like because uh, the past couple years it's been like I could barely even sleep because yeah. there were so many things that were getting announced. <laughs> so I was much excitement. About. Like I could I couldn't even sleep well during mm. like most E3s. Like I, I get weird when it comes to E3. I get so excited like it's freaked up. So um, this year I didn't really feel that. Uh, the EA conference, Ubisoft stuff, they just, it didn't really do much for me. The Bethesda stuff we absolutely hated. Yeah. Staying up till midnight for that was a waste of time. They're waste of everyone's people. time. Terrible um, people. The yeah. Microsoft thing was the same. And we could, we could all just jump in on stuff. We want to talk about stuff right here. But like, uh, the Microsoft stuff, like, Forza again. We yeah. saw Cuphead for the 80th time. It finally had a date, which we hope we. They showed like a hundred games, but then I went back and watched, and they were like almost all multi platform. It's all multi platform. So So it's like, what did I really just watch? They didn't deliver, like, and I put in the description, we had a beautiful comment. I won't, you can go read it yourself, (laughs) but I put in the description it was Microsoft's do or die conference, and they chose to die. (laughs) That was what it was. Like, we kept saying, they have to show us this first party game. Give us the games. And Phil Spencer came out after the show and was like, "Oh, we signed some of those contracts, and it, those won't, games won't be coming out. We won't be revealing this for three or more years or whatever." And it's like, take the freaking Sony approach. Even Last Guardian, all the stuff that we didn't they see years something. later. Yeah, you have to give us something, even if it takes a while. You cannot afford to go. Eh, well, we have some tricks up our sleeves. Well, that's what Shut he up said. Like, Scalebound got canceled because of hype. Yeah. What? <laughs> and then he's like, I would like to make another friend game with my friend Camino. Yeah, he's it's not your friend. He'll slay your throat. It's just easy. Microsoft Fight on site. is on board with their Windows thing, and they're going to continue to push on that. Yeah. And, and that's fine, but give us a freaking reason to get Xbox. Didn't give us the Xbox One X. I've heard 4K more in my life. Yes, it was 4K. I did 4K. 4K this. In the Microsoft conference. No. They and love 4K. I I think the coolest thing they showed there was the freaking indie studio that made uh, Brothers. Was that or was That's, that EA? Yeah. Never yeah. mind. There was nothing cool at uh, Microsoft. No, yeah, Microsoft good. just Cuphead was cool to finally get a date for, but That's Microsoft just died there. I don't know. I think Sea of Thieves looks fun. I don't know if That's it's for me. And Anthem, but once again, it's not really their game. It's not a multi-platform. But it was at their show. But Sea of Thieves, I went and watched more stuff after the thing, and... I don't care. I don't know. It's not for me. Yeah. I don't know what it is. But I don't like, think it's for me, I but I can appreciate the what little. It's though to do. I think the little jewel for me, and you're, I think you're going to say it. Like this is something that stuck out with me, and I'm going to be on top of the whole time. Is that co-op game? Uh, a way, a way out. out. Yeah, but that, that was that was not shown. It. That guy no, cracks me up. He's, yeah. like, He's like, it's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. You can yeah. you will do everything in this game. You can break my bones if you don't like it. Like, <laughs> on stage. But in, in yeah. this game, I mean, if you didn't that watch, awesome. you didn't watch it. Great. You need to go back to EA 
Watch yeah. the reaction video. Do whatever you gotta do. But watch that little part where they show off a lot of gameplay. Yeah, yeah. there's there a lot of choices you could do. I love that like someone else can be in a cutscene. And yeah. you could be in gameplay. Yeah. And the whole the whole purpose is I love split screen. Like, hey, we want to give you split screen. Back. That's bold to say. This game is split screen co-op. You can't play it by yourself. I say, suck, suck it up now. That's pretty cool. Get a friend. I that's that's what they're telling you. I love you. it. Um, I think that was a huge... And I thought more, too. This is... It's interesting that we did that we're doing this so long after E3 because like a lot of our thoughts like got to sit here. We got to sit out and, and see the articles and stuff. The Xbox backwards compatibility was cool, but yeah. it immediately made me think like just play Xbox. Yeah. Like there, you know what I mean? Just play original Xbox. Like what are you showing now? Yeah. Like what is your now that you have? Like people are excited and and bash Sony rightfully that they want to play those old PS2 and PS3 games, but people also are excited for PS4 yeah. games. Yeah. Like, yeah. But, like, looking back at that, it's like, people, <laughs> that would get, like, the loudest applause at the Xbox thing. It's like, yay, old games that we've already played. Can I counter? I'm with you. I'm excited, but I'm saying no, that's a no, good no. thing. It's not even a counter. And this kind of, I just want to touch on a little bit. Like you said, Microsoft, they did blah. Like, yeah. they didn't absolutely fail but no. they not like to me they were right on the edge and then like after they were still on the edge just a little bit closer to falling like I, I man they did just enough to not die but didn't do anything to get yeah. out of the spot they're in so fine Ubisoft constantly surprising us like you know making me laugh you know, with Mario? we were laughing because we were we'd make fun of something and then we would turn around and feel bad about it like the guy that like we was went for the guy and the guy was getting emotional yeah. and stuff and then like they'd show stuff and it yeah. was just like man these people really cared about it and yeah. whatever but the but the the one thing I do want to counter though is that you said well the biggest thing at Microsoft's was old yeah. it was the same thing at Sony and I that's I, true with I like Plus. Sony but I, I in a year that, yeah. where your biggest announcement is a remake of a game that we already have a remaster for. <laughs> I'm with you on that. You know what I mean? Like, that was... So that was... I told you, I was like, I, I wouldn't give them, like, an A just because it's all good games, but it's DLC to yeah. last year. Like, mm-hmm. it was all the yeah. same games that we saw last year, but just... Like, yeah. and here's my test, and this will bring me to ultimately what I thought was the best showing, which was Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Mario Odyssey... We saw the reveal trailer earlier this year, mm-hmm. and I was in for the game. Yeah, but too. then the trailer at E three made me realize I had no idea what that game. was. I felt like we were on a freaking like yeah. swing set with the hat. So to me, that is that is an E three moment where I took something I thought I knew about and it totally redefined it. Yes. Okay. God of War, Days Gone. Mm. Uh, you know, Uncharted. Uh, what's you know another one? Yeah. Uh, you know, Horizon Zero Dawn, Spider Man. Yeah. What do we know about those games now that we didn't know last year? Yeah, we just saw nothing. Yeah, we literally saw different. extended versions yeah. yes. of the same trailer. And that's what I'm gonna say. And that's why it was solid. It was encouraging because there are. It's not like Microsoft. There are things coming out for this box, and they all look decent. But yeah. none of it was like an E3 moment of like wow. And honestly, even Shadow of the Colossus, I forget that it's even a remake. I, mean, I think it's cool. I think it's exciting for Bluepoint. But yeah. at the end of the day, they're not going to do something so miraculous that I couldn't just play it on my PS3 yeah. already anyway. It's just going to look nicer. Yeah. So that, that was that was definitely a highlight from them. Also on Sony, like, I'm with you. Like, 
this is stuff we've already seen. They showed a little bit more, but I will say Sony again, even they're showmanship. For the past four years, they gave us megatons. We even went in expecting like, what the frick are they going to show? What Probably we even went in like, I don't think they're going to have anything, yeah. and that's fine because they are constantly on a good. It's so much. I haven't even played this stuff from the first quarter. It's I true. haven't got to near. I haven't got oh, yeah. to like all, like all these PS4 games. It's, it's really not bad. Up, it, it, to the no. point where it's like I haven't even got to those games. It's okay. But what Sony tomorrow. does good too is like they didn't waste our time. Yeah, you know what I mean. There was a look at this car, marching band, and a marching band. Like even when they do that, like they have the the body hanging. Yeah. During Days Gone, it's like that's funny and cool and like. At, like I like the theatrical stuff for E3, mm-hmm. and they had that. And um, I agree, that still sets them apart. But it was like it was it didn't waste our time. It was those cool like people playing you know the musical instruments at the beginning, like cool theatrics, but doesn't waste your time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boom, boom, boom. Here's game to game. They show like games right out the gate before they do like any talking. The talking's minimal and necessary. Like I think because they really know cool. what people people want the games. They have mastered like to me what like I like. What a classic E3 like conferences and mm-hmm. stuff. So game of the show, one that you're Mario just, freaking off. Yeah, me yeah too. you can't. Debate. You can't sit there and sit, like I can make an argument for like, hey, Battlefront Two looks well improved. Days Gone, I think, is going to be a lot better than what I thought it was originally. But Mario Odyssey completely took what I thought was just going to be yeah. a real life yeah. Mario platformer and just Absolutely. flipped it. Yeah. I got to tell you guys. For me, I've been like I didn't play anything Nintendo since the N sixty four, and Breath of the Wild was exactly what I thought it was going to yeah. be. It was the re- ocarina of time of my adulthood. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. I'm getting the same feeling about yeah. this Mario game. Me I'm too. starting to think this is going to be the Breath the, of the Wild, the Super Mario sixty four adulthood thing. for me. Yeah. I'm so excited. The amount of balls they have to sit there and say this is on the same level yeah. and or better than Mario sixty four. Yeah. Or Super Mario Sunshine. It's in that same style. It's in that same. style. Like, yeah. same style I, yeah. that, that excites me. That excites yeah. me so much. Yeah. It just is um, such a goofy... To me, it is so goofy and wacky and a mess that yeah. I want a part of it. There's like... Uh, it, it's... You can turn it... At one point, they were like changing it into a taxi. He was changing yeah. it into a taxi. The dinosaur reveal was incredible. Oh, my th- god. That is so memorable and funny to me. That's like, what? Oh, is this Monster Hunt? Yeah. And it's like... Oh, it's got a Mario hat. Oh, it's a Mario hat monster. No, it's Mario. It's like, <laughs> I did not so like that we're trailer. Getting, we're getting this soon. Like, like I am. Yeah. Yeah, and that's October. That's sooner than we thought. I, to me, it is a, so hilarious to me that when the Switch came, they out, had the everyone, best show. Nintendo everyone, jo- yeah, by far, everyone joked about the Switch not having a good launch lineup when it first was a. That year one for the Switch is it's, incredible. It's going to be freaking amazing. It has been and continues to be insane. Splatoon. Arms, Breath of the Wild, um, Mario, uh, Mario Kart, Mario, Mario, a freaking new Mario, Xenoblade. and a freaking Zelda in the same year. Mm-hmm. Did you say Xenoblade? Xenoblade, and I'm will not hope that me- I guess that's coming, but I don't believe they it. They have hey, a Metroid in development next year. You know, they're talking Metroid, Mario Super Kart, Smash game. Brothers. Mario they're talking Kart, yeah. Star Fox. Yeah, so the and Yoshi and Kirby and yeah. switches. Get what a great first year. But uh, one thing, too, I was going to say uh, about... Oh, Nintendo's Metro Prime 4. Yeah. So people have been complaining for so long and just yeah. hoping for, like, give us something Metro. And not this Federation Force crap. I don't count that even <laughs> in the series. But we got that, and we got a side-scrolling and a 3D. Like, the Prime, yeah. Prime is assumed to be, you know, Samus another first-person... The Samus Returns for the 3DS, which didn't make it on the 
the direct, but they wanted to focus on Switch. Yeah, so, I mean, but but so it's, it's still big. But like, hey, so we're excited about classic that. style Samus. But uh, awesome for Nintendo. Stuff. Our VR owners out there who watch these, got a couple games coming to you. I don't know about. Here's one thing I do think: as much as Bethesda sucks, all right, we, Bethesda was the absolute lowest point. Like Microsoft <laughs> but, but, did better. And you better know why than Bethesda. Bethesda did worse? Because I felt like they could have t- took taken that stuff and gave one to Microsoft. Yeah. Like, here's the reveal: Wolfenstein Microsoft gets. Yeah. Um, the new I don't forget what the freaking thing like. What else That's how bad it was. That's how Doom, I'm trying to think what they are. Oh, the Dishonored DLC yeah, could have yeah. even been like announced after on their own trailer and announced on Twitter or something. Yeah. This stuff didn't need to be its own conference. It didn't need to have one person come out in the beginning and end. Let that be a direct video. Why did you well, have people get started gonna... off their their show, if you want to call it that, with like the most flaccid announcement ever of two VR remakes of yeah. their games yeah. that were just like, it wasn't like exciting VR footage. Mm. Doom was, I guess, but it was like some guy like with a shaky head, like s- slowly walking in yeah. Fallout. It was like, is this really how you want to show yeah. this? Like, yeah. it just didn't look. I just, and then they went into the Creation Club, which was announcing a problem. Like, I like how you said too. they announced a problem. <laughs> like, Hey, here's something you're gonna have to deal with. It's yeah. not gonna be good. People so. said this didn't work, so we decided to do it again. They took the Federation Force. Yeah. Thing. When Federation Force came out, people hated that, and it was one of the most disliked videos when it came out. And they came out direct, and they said, um, "You actually." In the basically, they were saying, "You actually like this." So I'll, that's I'll what they did. What, they took the Federation Force. As much as the best up, absolute worst of E3, but Skyrim VR. That looked cool because to I, me, when VR came out, people were even hacking together the va- uh, the, the, the what's vibe, the game? What's and they the were game? like, and that was my first thought was like, I just want to play Skyrim. I think Skyrim I was Skyrim. in every single press conference. Yeah, it was at the Switch. I think yeah. I saw it in every. <laughs> it, it was the PS4 Sky- for VR. I'll tell yeah, you now, the VR is Skyrim is the game. It don't don't shoot me now. All right, but that game has survived through test and time. All right, since the PS3. It, no, no, don't hit me. But I just think people can continually okay. like, hey, we're giving you another Skyrim edition. I'm gonna buy you it. You will never see Elder Scrolls Six because of the way Elder Scrolls Five. <laughs> yeah, out. it's all. Yeah, yeah. Skyrim's just so good, and the fact you're putting it out on VR makes me. Just oh, that's so a day, that's honestly a day one for me because like it, any VR stuff, I really feel like I'm there. Mm-hmm. I really just. I'm gonna live out of my hands. Works. I really trick myself. Who in was like, the conference that announced that they were gonna do R and D? Like they were like, oh, we have. They went on on. We have got these special EA. assassins EA. of programming. Yeah, and they are working on new projects for it us. It was called Seed. Yeah, and I was like, you just announced that you're researching and developing. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it, it's like another why did that need an announcement? It's a destiny move. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, I mean, I, I mean I'm, I'm all aboard the uh, the hype train of VR now. So. Cool. Big first party games. PSVRs had some I, uh, stuff I liked. There was a game called Moss with this little mouse thing. Oh, that looked cool. He brought the show floor and got to play that, and good impression from that. I just like experimenting with this stuff. It's I think really 2018 cool. we'll start to see a lot more VR stuff roll out, but I'm still excited for I, what. So Skyrim definitely will be a day. I, I can't wait to look down my hands. Like Fire and an axe. I'm excited hand. about Moss. I would like to see my big thing with VR. If you've watched any number of videos on here where we talk about it. I want to get past where we take things that work really well with the screen, like Skyrim and different things. I want to get to where we find out what's unique about VR, and we're not trying I to think Moss, that. I think Moss things like Doom. Do I don't want Doom in VR. Doom works perfect on a screen. 
find things like moss that yeah. you can't do with the screen because the that's where we're going to find the gold is experiment like yeah. you're like they, the mouse is like does this and you look in the pond and you're like this creature thing but you're like giant the yeah, mouse great. is tinier and I guess it looks like you're helping the mouse or whatever. Yeah, I, that's right down my alley. So. so I like that stuff too. They showed another one. It's like it looks like you're just playing with action figures. That's yeah. really cool. Like I, think I guess that cool. one thing with Elijah Wood, maybe, and it was like an asylum or something. Yeah. They I, said like that. That's Hollywood's first big VR project. People keep selling that. Well, I looked later, and apparently, it is 100% a prequel to uh, what's the horror game uh, on Until the Dawn. It's a prequel to Until Dawn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, why didn't they at all say that? Like, I don't know. It just was interesting that they didn't at all yeah. emphasize I, just, that. I don't know why they didn't say that. Owning, owning the vibe. Called something new. Experiencing yeah. VR, I'm just excited. Yeah. I think it's going to be nice to try those things out, like yeah. you said. So E3, not the, be- not the best of E3s. Not the but worst of still, E3s. I mean, I don't think it was like... Oh, I want to say one more freaking thing. This, <laughs> oh. this is the rant chair. Okay. It's orange with rage. Beyond Good and Evil 2. Oh my gosh. Showing Ubisoft. And you can see on the reaction video where I just went from like 100 to 0 real freaking quick. Or if I was any of the writers from Beyond Good and Evil's team, real effing, effing, effing quick at Uh. this. It starts out, it's like, oh shoot, this is Beyond Good and Evil. We've waited, you know, I didn't even think this was even going to come out. This is such a niche title. (laughs) And the monkey starts cussing. And... (laughs) The, Drop it, the pig starts cussing. Left, right, I, you F can, you F. Can, Hey, I watch. I'm a fan of Game of Thrones and whatever, and that has violence and sex and yeah. and, and, and cussing and stuff. I'm not against all like like language and stuff like that, but when you continuously do it and it's not like smart, like words have power and stuff. And yeah, like yeah. you have to be smart on the use of it, and it's like that's when it has like power or good writing. But when you're just like, F this, F that, and whatever, it's like, this is lazy, and also, not like the other Beyond Good and Evil. The other Beyond Good and Evil had mature themes, but it was rated teen, and, and whatever, and like to go to that, it's like, I don't give a freak. It, it just unraveled And, and it unraveled because their stories came out, and it was like, it's online persistent worlds and stuff, and like, I saw the gameplay, and I was like, I'm bored to tears. This I don't get why. I think there's supposed to be a No Man's Sky type deal with like a, a constantly, oh a constantly like existing Jade, solar is, system. This is before. And, is this before Jade's time? Yeah, they say it's time? a prequel, so none of the people you like. To me, it's like don't make the people game. People wanted a Beyond Good and Evil two. Yeah, to continue the story. You're overthinking it, Ubisoft. <laughs> you don't need to make this persistent universe that has a truly simulated sun that goes around. Why would they make it so? Just make a ten-hour action game. Yeah. Just make. Just make. It was it, so guys. much more involved guys. than what they needed to be. You're expecting too much. Unbelievable. So, You're expecting to get what um, you want. Yeah, I, I mean that—that that was just cracking me up. What it reminded me of was when that guy came out that's making the Uncharted movie. Oh and yeah. He came out and he was like. We're going to get this right. Yeah. He, he was like, Drake is a bad guy. I mean, he's going to be dropping F-bombs. And, you know, like, he's going to be doing cocaine. Like, just like <laughs> going crazy. Like, And I'm like, have you Play ever played Uncharted? Like, he doesn't drop F-bombs. Yeah. Like, he doesn't do There's cocaine. action. And he'll, you know, he'll, it's not. And there's the, even cussing in those games. But it's not it's, every other It's not thing. the tone. Like, and it's the same thing. It's lazy and weird. And not weird. what I was expecting. So. Yeah, so. so tone deaf. So tone deaf. Biggest. That might be my biggest disappointment of the whole thing. Well. Honestly. It but, looks like we're not going to play Beyond Good and Evil uh, <laughs> no. 2. Because I don't know when it'll come out. And even when it does. I don't know if it's any of our thing. But 
This is the final part here where we talk about what we've been playing this month. So, Jacob, why don't you kick us off, man? What sure. you been playing? Um, so, and if you watch the Microsoft conference, you guys saw some of this. Uh, me, Travis, have been, and my friend Zach, and some of the reaction videos, have been playing Players Unknown's Battleground. And horrible you, name. I hate yeah. the name. Yeah, me too. You know I what? Can't say I keep calling it Player Underground. <laughs> yeah, call you call it Player Underground. I always say you guys want to play some Player Players Underground. Underground. I don't know. Um, this is a new title. But besides the title, P U P P PUBG. Pug. Yeah, whatever. PUBG. You so, play any PUBG? Here's the, the concept of the game. If you haven't heard of it. It's um essentially imagine Hunger Games, except you come in from a plane, drop onto an island, and it's whoever gets the best stuff the quickest and survives the longest. Yeah. And, man, we cannot get it down yet. I will say, I'll, play, you know, I'll hop into a little bit yeah. on this because I've been playing it too with you. I've played between 5 and 10 hours. I got, there's 100 players in the match. Mm-hmm. I made it to the 11th once. And we, uh, and we start to get, there's times where we get a really good groove and just one bad thing, one bad decision. It is a hard game, but and it's really janky. It's in early access, so it, it, it's not awful, but like jankiness wise. They have a very aggressive plan, though. But, they want to have this done yeah, in six months. But I will say, it is a blast. Oh yeah, it is an absolute blast. Mm-hmm. I've had a lot of fun. It's a mod of Ar- it wasn't a mod of Arma Three starting yep. out, so it's very third person, but you go first person when you shoot. Very tactical. Um, I like it. It's if really someone, realistic. It has a nice realistic feel. If someone feel. was into that kind of game, I would say check it out. If you're worried about the early access thing, you could wait. But I would. I mean, I honestly, like I, I'm willing to testify this game. I think it's good enough to go ahead and wave the early access flag and kind of just ignore that and understand that I've seen three updates already since I've owned the yeah. game. They're they're constantly working. They on seem it. pretty committed to getting it um, done in a timely fashion. They they I mean and Microsoft showed it at their conference. Yeah, Microsoft wants this on console, so you know they're I don't they're know working. How that'll play on console? I, we don't even have control support for the game yet. Yeah. And I'll tell you right now, I don't play with keyboard and mouse. Oh, is it no controllers? No, no. That's no. what you can play this oh, game. I can play it. <laughs> I'm surprised I'm playing yeah. it. That's like um, back. Good game. I've really enjoyed that. I kind of wish we had three v three person teams. Yeah, you can be two person, four person, or one or solo. Person. And in the four person one, since we only got three guys who play it, we always got this fourth guy who you can't tell what's on his mind because sometimes they don't have a mic, or when they do have a mic, they're only talking crap to each other or hitting us with a car. Yeah, I'd do some friendly fire. <laughs> yeah, do some friendly fire. <laughs> um, NBA two K seventeen Steam sale. It hit Steam sale. It went like to seventeen dollars. That's a must buy for seventeen bucks to me. I love NBA. I love 2K, the series they make of it. Um, I just had a funny mix of games looking at the list. Did you? you play this I've game. played a lot of different things. I can't wait to get to the bottom of the list. I actually want to announce a new uh, you know, segment of this podcast here we'll, in a second. We'll find out here in a You're second. You're to find out something. Um, but NBA, um, when, whenever that goes on sale, I always buy because I always get a solid 30 hours out of it. And nice. for $16, I won't spend $60 for that sports game because yeah. it's not no Madden to me. But I will always drop anything under twenty for that game. So great buy. Um, Overwatch back in the back in the fold for me. And um, once again, that game never gets old. If you yeah. don't have it, I don't know what the frick you're doing. It's a great just like cleansing game. Just Man. no matter what you've been playing, you can pick it up. Speaking of what you've been playing, oh god. Hey, new segment of the podcast. Ah! This is called the Casual Corner. <laughs> Listen, listen. As you know, me and Zach are Dark Souls fans, so... we, Me and me and Travis play kind of more... 
I would say Niz kind of harder goofy things than Jacob. Jacob kind of play. You know, I mean, you're playing I, NBA. I, you're playing I Madden. Keep, I keep it like, hey, look, I play Call of Duty still. Like, I keep yeah. it like, I'm still hanging out with the twelve year old sometimes. Yeah, you're more in the know of like what the mainstream kind of yeah. wants to work than we are. These so, two like, I want to play in. I want to play the Indies to Indies. Um, so this segment is for Jacob. So because, I, in that he will play these games that we kind of are more into, me and Travis, and give kind of more of a different approach, a different, you know, thing that we wouldn't think about. So take it away, Jacob. I dip my toe, my toes in. Um, I'm playing Dark Souls, and um, dip your toes. I dip my toes, <laughs> and I tell you what, leg and took it all I, yeah, I pulled it out, and my foot was gone. Yeah, I, this game takes a lot from you. And when I said Mass Effect was work, no, this game's freaking work. <laughs> um, I logged, I got on there, and first things first, I noticed, I'm like, Travis is like, hey, they didn't, um, they didn't finish the game. So you <laughs> need PC. to go, they need to go, like, yeah, for PCs, like, you need to go download this so you can get the finished, like, finished version. Well, so you can play it in 60 frames. Yeah, play, so it doesn't run like crap. Okay, whatever, I go, I go get that crap, I get it downloaded. <laughs> um, so I get on there, and I'm like, okay, this game is confusing as crap. And then, like, I couldn't get the controls down at first, because, like, you use the triggers to swing, and then you like you dodge a lot. And when you dodge, you take out the stamina. So I'm hard. It's hard for me to get combos going. But then I started rolling. I yeah. started going. I started going. I ran to my first boss, the one that I jumped on the bridge. I forget what the freaking name was. Car um, And I realized that you know, thanks to Donkey and my friend Travis, the plunging attack is yeah. the greatest thing in the world. Um, you plunged them. I killed them. I was. Ecstatic! Yeah. I was so happy. I was like, I want to kill this game. And I go and I go and I'm like, man, there hasn't been a bonfire in a long time. And then I get freaking trolled. I'm walking and there's a stairwell. And they put it right in front of you where you're like, oh, I'm supposed to go in the stairwell. And I didn't realize there's a ladder right there. Yeah. There's a ladder. To kick and, down. And I struggle against like regular people already. And I didn't kick the ladder down. So I jumped down the stairs and I'm like, I'm back in the beginning. <laughs> That game, if you've not played it, it loops on itself, and he jumped down without kicking down the short. So I look, and he's like, "Yeah, there's a ladder right there," and I just sat there and I just screamed. I mean, I'm talking like screamed. So finally, I fight my way all the way back around, and I kick it down, and I use the bonfire, and then I continue, and I keep going, I keep going. I'm so how many hours have you put in? I think I'm at eight. Yeah, probably. This is the sad part. I'm at eight. And I'm at the Gargoyles. Yeah. And I cannot beat the Gargoyles. He has been fighting them for a while. I have used the cheating methods. I have created save states (laughs) just for me to continually fight the Gargoyles. And I've got this, guys, where I say this close. You see my freaking fingers. That's how close it was. I'm sitting there. I kill one of them. I finally killed one of them. I have one left. And I'm, I'm doing work on it, man. I'm doing work on it. It's going to happen. And I'm like, oh, crap. He's about to shoot some fire. Back roll, back roll, back roll. Off the roof. Oh, man. Turn the game off. Put the controller down. And I went on a walk. And I have never been more angry in my life. Dark Souls is literally hell. <laughs> oh, my God. Gosh, it's terrible. So, if you have any advice for how to beat gargoyles other than pine resin or whatever the frick it's called, <laughs> drop it in the comments below. Because I'm so over the gargoyles. Got any pine cones for him? Let us know. Oh, that concludes God. Casual Corner. Freaking.
Dark well, Souls. well, I'm excited to see next month uh, where you're at. Gargoyles. The gargoyles. Gargoyles. <laughs> All right. What about you? So, uh, I play. I didn't put it on here, but uh, I played through the Dark Souls 2 DLC. I beat Dark Souls 2 in May or something. I don't remember. Wow, I'm so, so surprised. So, I beat Dark Souls 2. Um, awesome game. I had fun with that. But when the, went straight into the DLC. Boom, boom, boom. Back to back, I went through the DLC. Some good in that DLC. Some you can just skip. I'll let you <laughs> bite and see. Scholars of the First Sin Edition includes all the DLC. So yeah, so you'll get all that anyway. Don't you know. listen to anyone else. If you're going to play Dark Souls 2, just get Scholars of the First Sin. Yeah. Are I, there people that say not to get it? There, yeah, oh, there's a lot of people that say, yeah, oh, blah, 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 it's too hard, blah, blah, blah. Get Scholars of the First Sin. It's fine. Yeah, it's, it's fine. fine. You'll have a good time. So I had fun, had fun with that. Some of it's okay. Some of it's really fun. Uh, Final Fantasy 3. I bought this game when it came out in 2010, I think, for DS. And uh, it's the first time we got Final Fantasy 3 in the U.S. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The U.S., like, the English translation. It has a similar version. look to the, the 4 remake. 4, yeah. And um, I played that back in the day and got a little bit into it and quit. I got to a point where I was just like, I went to a fireplace and then I go to a water place. <laughs> That's, that was what I remember about it. Yeah. Playing it now, I played on an emulator because, as I've said on this podcast before, playing a, uh, like a turn-based JRPG now, it, with not like fast-forwarding or whatever, like speeding oh up time, gosh. is impossible. Like I don't have time for that. Like I feel like I'm gonna like die by the time the yeah. character animations get done. So I played them on an emulator. So uh, I. Put that on an emulator, played the, my first DS game on an emulator, and a lot better than I remember the game being. That's good. It is better than I remember being. Hard. It's yeah, hard. I've heard that. It's quite possibly the hardest Final Fantasy that I've wow. played. Um, it's just, it, it requires a little bit more grinding than the other ones require. Mm. The, end of, the end game, which I think every Final Fantasy almost like fails continuously on, because yeah. they're like, Oh, this is my Ultima four, fourth form. <laughs> hey, guess what? My arm fell off, but it has a demon face, and you yeah. have to fight that version now. It's like, buzz off. It, they all fell at the end. Every Final Fantasy yeah. fails at the end. Um, and and, and this one is no different. I'm not going to spoil it, but it fails. It, 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 it is back-to-back like boss stuff. Well, I mean, how else would you create like a, like a climactic ending? And, and I also think when I was talking about Final Two last podcast, I think it was. Um, it, it felt, it feels like you can feel like the classicness of it because this was another NES Final Fantasy yeah. that they they remade or whatever. This one feels a little bit better, like they added more stuff, but it still feels like we got better at storytelling, we got better at like <laughs> that kind of stuff. So Final Fantasy three, pretty cool, very hard. Now that you're playing three, and then you think about four, because I remember you played four. Mm-hmm. Isn't it crazy how big of jumps they would yeah, take? Yeah, and that was the SNES. I I love the opinion. Jump. Having playing four, five, six, and seven, those are the only Final Fantasy I've played. Final Fantasy four is almost the most impressive one to me because yeah. that came out what ninety two. Yeah, ninety one or ninety two. Yeah, it's unbelievable to me that a game with that well fleshed out of a story and yeah. characters came out that long. It was great. Like, that yeah. is like Final Fantasy balance, four. But more didn't you feel, was it six or five? You like took a step back. Uh, step back might not be the right term. Almost so many steps forward that it broke itself. I did not like Final Fantasy six. That's why um, I thought it was. And I'm very much in the minority in that. I played four and I loved it. Played five and I loved it. Four had this great story and this great cast. 
5 had this excellent combat system, and I played 6, and I felt like it tried to do both at the same time, and really introduce some open world elements, yeah. and introduce some non-linear storytelling, and have the biggest cast that they've ever had. Yeah. And I felt like it just failed to do any one thing really good. Yeah. The combat was... I felt broken. I just sat and used the, the, a couple special abilities on this one guy that could do like this flying kick. It was like you put in combos. I used him, and then in that game also, you can train anybody to use magic. And in the earlier games, you had to decide who's going to be the magic guys, who you're going to try and invest this in. And I, I just got everybody good at holy or whatever the big strong... Yeah. Uh, so and when I played Final Fantasy VI, everyone in my party knew the most powerful spell, and then with the other guy, I just did the combo, and I was bored. That, that's and that coupled with, I felt like in the second half of that game, you run around the open world and you like you try to do, you know, Didn't find you get people. To the end and, and I just felt so like I did not resonate with that game. But I'm in the minority in that. Yeah. But I thought you got to the end of that game. I will say four is like a balance of like story. Yeah. And yeah. gameplay and all this stuff and like the places you explore and music. I think that had the perfect blend. Like that was, yeah. That was, I think four was is great. Six, yeah, kind of fills on some of the, the the stuff you're saying, but I I appreciate six for having the controversial decision. I'm not gonna spoil it. No, it's only been. 30 years. But, uh, <laughs> but like, oh the gosh, decision that it makes years. is really cool, and I appreciate it in the same way I do with Majora's Mask, where that is very, uh, kind of like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It, like, conflicting, or like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Do you know what I'm saying? No, because yeah, I didn't I think anything. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I've uh, heard people does, describe this thing, and I thought that that. So something happens But in some the game. people really like that and some people hate that. Here's the thing, though. I heard some people describe it, and I thought that that's how the game ended, but that's not how it ends. Yeah. So and we won't get into spoilers, yeah. but I... That makes sense. I get that. Yeah. I, to me, it did not have that kind of impact on me. I yeah. was like, okay. But 3 is interesting because 3 has the job system, too. Yeah. And that is actually the first one... Final Fantasy X-2, I actually played had a job system, but this was the more <laughs> traditional, yeah. like... I'm not putting on dress spheres and stuff like yeah. that. That's what Can, that one was. Are you enjoying the job system? Yeah, yeah the job system was cool. You're uh, gonna have fun with five, man. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It was really it was interesting. If you've never played Final know. Fantasy V and you like turn based strategy so, games, oh my so gosh. So next uh, what I was gonna say next on that was so I've played all the Final Fantasy and beat all the Final Fantasy games except for five and twelve. I own twelve, got a little bit into it, and went, I don't like this. So I did the same <laughs> thing as I did with three. I was like I can't complain. This. I don't get, care anymore about this. Yeah. And it was kind of hard. Maybe yeah. the same thing. So I am getting that remaster soon that's coming out for that. So uh, hopefully you, you can not play so, twelve and then five. Yeah, I think that's what I'll do. But uh, and then I'll finish up the series or whatever. As far as we just gotta get into the MMOs. Oh, the thirteen trilogy. So I only played thirteen. I didn't play two uh, thirteen two and like. I don't think Returns. you have to count the sequels in because I like four two. I, I will. I do want to play those. Are you gonna play four two? I mean, ten two. Oh was... man, <laughs> I forgot. I don't really care. Once you open that, game, uh, yeah. I'm, Never I, mind. I love ten two. Ten two was yeah. a perfect. Yeah, sequel. ten two's fun. Did you beat ten two? Yeah. Wow, I don't even remember you playing that. Oh yeah, dude. Uh, that fun. right there, that was highlight. Ten two's fun. Do you want to know why I beat ten and I was already on like cloud nine? Yeah. I beat ten two yeah. and I'm like cloud eighteen. Yeah, I doubled that's great. it. It was awesome. Um, last thing I played was Witcher two. I played Witcher one. Uh, earlier this year, uh, and Witcher Two is such an upgrade, such yeah. a hilarious upgrade from the last one. 
that last one felt like a PS2 game. Uh, this one feels like a 360 current gen. You know, it's just really, it looks great. Great characters. I felt like this was more refined than Witcher 1. Mm-hmm. Um, really cool scenarios they put you in. Hilarious side quest stuff I was doing. Fun choices I was making. Awesome game. Um, yeah, so I'm really excited to get to Witcher 3. I'll do that. I'm going to give myself a break. Because I'm going through these like series, like what I want to see and stuff. I have to give, yeah. I have to let myself breathe and stuff. Because yeah. if you go too much into it, you'll get burnt out and stuff. Yeah. So that's why you know we just be a... Dark Souls two. We're not going to go straight into Bloodborne because we have to let it breathe. But oh, that's yeah. what I've been playing. Uh, you know, Player Unknown, uh, Player Underground, whatever it's Solid called. Game. We already talked about that. I also beat Dark Souls two this month. I'm still working on the DLC. Um, I really like Dark Souls two though. That game it was, was, it was that great. game was great. great. Um, and then the third game that I started and I beat it on the slowest speed, and now I'm working through the second speed, is Mario Kart 8. Now, I bought that for the Switch because I didn't play it on the Wii U. Mm-hmm. And I haven't played a Mario Kart since the N64 Mario Kart. It's the only one I ever played. And i got to say, I'm having a blast with this game. Because in my oh. mind, I was like, okay, I've missed 15 years or whatever of this series. But how much could have really changed? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> drifting like... changes everything. Yeah. <laughs> I never, so like I would play Mario Kart with you guys and I could not, I felt like I just could not figure out how yeah. to do good. And so I finally was like, I'm going to watch like the little videos and the settings, you can watch videos. And now that I know how to drift and like speed burst out of drift, yeah. it changes everything. And that game is, I'm eating it up. I've played through, I got three stars on all mm-hmm. of the 50 speed, now I'm going through the 100 speed. Um, it, it's, it's a really fun game. And, uh. I, I really am glad that I finally dipped back into the series. It's yeah. one of those games you Fun. can just go and play and listen to like you know YouTube thing in the background and listen to a podcast. And I really, Solid really, really game. have been enjoying Mario Kart. Solid so, game. but that's it for me this month. So, what a month! month. Yeah, it's and been tomorrow, month. Crash Bandicoot. Crash Bandicoot. So we'll be able to talk about that for the next podcast. Guys, it's been six. We're halfway through the year. Wow! Wow! We're halfway through. Halfway through. I'm excited to crash. There's so many games on the back half of this year, guys. Yeah, I can't wait to discuss them. I can't wait to discuss them. Yeah, yeah, we'll have fun. So, thank you for joining us. It's been a great podcast, E3 edition. We're making good time. E3, (laughs) peace and love, and we're going to go ahead and put you guys into hibernation. (laughs) But when you guys come back. You will sprout beautiful wings and new and exciting. That's the new episode seven. Uh, See you guys later. Bye.